0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for jumping on to the third episode, and I promise we'll stop counting them down here soon, of Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash All Steelers talk and anywhere you get your podcast. I'm Noah Strachbein, and today we're talking quarterbacks. For the first time in a long time, there's a quarterback battle in Pittsburgh. And while many want to make it out to be not a quarterback battle, it truly is. Now, the words of Kevin Dotson and Mason Cole have been interesting. It's a strong feel that Mitchell Trubisky is the guy. And truthfully, he is the guy. The way that it looks on the football field, the way that we're talking to players, everything says this is Mitchell's job to lose. But it's still a possibility that he loses it. Now, it's a lot easier to lose a job. Or to not lose a job than it is to go out and win a job. And Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph are certainly fighting from the ground up when it comes to being the Steelers' starting quarterback in 2022. Now, there's a lot that goes into that. For one, Mitchell Trubisky is a veteran. He's a guy that maybe he's not going to win you a Super Bowl single handedly, but once you get in the thick of it and you get into the playoff run and your team is rolling, but other teams are rolling as well, you want that guy that has the experience. It plays a major role. It plays a major role at any position, and we've seen that throughout the years, but especially at quarterback. Even if Kenny Pickett is the next coming of Dan Marino, or even if Kenny Pickett turns out to be an all-pro and a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, which the Pittsburgh Steelers believe that he will be, and many fans, including myself, hope that he is. Even if that's the case. Chances are he's not pulling a Ben Roethlisberger and taking a team to the AFC championship in his rookie season. Just chances are that's not going to happen. What Mitchell Trubisky could do is look that pressure in the face and say, hey, this is nothing new to me. I've never made it this far, but I've been in this league long enough to understand what this pressure is. That's a guy that you want behind center when the rest of your team can carry you to a victory. And carry you to a playoff victory and hopefully a Super Bowl victory. And that's who the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now. They're a team that's built on defense, and that defense finally looks really good. It looks like it has some holes filled that needed to be filled. Now, everybody needs to be healthy. But even if not, there are pieces that have grown. Last year, you were relying heavily on a fifth-round rookie Isaiah Loudermilk to be a strong piece in the middle of that defensive line. Even if he needs to be that guy from time to time this season, that first to second year jump is going to be big. It always is. You have guys like Tyson Alualu coming back. That's a major contributor, even if he can only play first and second down. You have guys like Carlos Davis and Khalil Davis that hopefully make some impact, but DeMarvin Leal is certainly going to as a rookie. and Even if that impact isn't superstardom, it's an impact and one worth looking at. The defensive line is certainly better and will be better if Stefan Tewitt returns. The middle linebackers, Miles Jack was a huge, huge upgrade, and we've talked about that before because not only does it make that inside linebacker group better, but it allows Devin Bush to not have to be that guy. Miles Jack is that guy. Bush is just working next to him now, which is fine because last year it was a guy who was coming off an ACL injury who mentally was not in the game trying to be the guy, while the second guy was Robert Spillane, or Joe Schobert or Marcus Allen, or Ulysses Gilbert third, This year, it's Miles Jack with hopefully a better Devin Bush, and hopefully an improved, ready-to-play, and healthy Buddy Johnson. That's a much, much better inside linebacker group. Now, outside linebacker is what it is, and cornerback... Helpfully turns into something good because Akella Witherspoon looked like a star in the making at the end of last season. Cam Sutton is still very reliable. And Levi Wallace, by all counts, is a dog. And you want a dog on the outside. Arthur Millett returns, and when healthy, Arthur Millett gives you 115% every single play. Minka Fitzpatrick is Minka Fitzpatrick. And bringing back Terrell Edmonds and adding DeMonte KZ is huge for the Pittsburgh Steelers secondary. This defense looks like a group to win. So why not give it an offense that could keep it in the game? That's what Mitchell Trubisky is here to do. Now, that doesn't mean that he's already won the job. Kenny Pickett can certainly do whatever he wants to do. And if he comes into training camp and proves, hey, I'm the best quarterback on this roster already, then the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't going to look at it and say, no, we're keeping Mitchell Trubisky in the game. That's not how Mike Tomlin works. That's not how the Pittsburgh Steelers work. It look it looks different, and it works different when it's guys like Ben Roethlisberger behind center. Because when you have a Hall of Famer, even if he's aging, he's still your best opportunity to win. But Mitchell Trubisky might not be that guy, and we don't know yet. Right now, he is. That being said, when you watch on the field, Mason Rudolph looks like the best quarterback out there. And that's... Not a knack on anybody or a hype up of Mason Rudolph. It's just we're two, three days into OTAs. And Mason Rudolph looks like the guy that's more consistent than everybody else out there. But somebody told me a really good tidbit. It's not about how many passes you complete. It's about what passes you're completing. Mason Rudolph is a guy that tied the Detroit Lions. And you want to know why he tied the Detroit Lions? It's because he doesn't take risks ever. He's not a risk taker. He's not a game winner. He might be a game manager at best, but if your best game management is tying the Detroit Lions, well, that's not a very high ceiling. Mason Rudolph is a guy that looks consistent, more consistent than Trubitsky and more consistent than Kenny Pickett. But a lot of his passes are zero to five yards, completion after completion after completion. I'm not the guy standing out there tracking every pass. I'm just the guy that notices who's dropping the ball and who's throwing inconsistent throws. Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett, unfortunately, have had some throws that you looked at and went, oof. That was really ugly. That was really bad. That being said, sometimes you throw an ugly ball. Sometimes when you're adjusting to a o- new offense, you throw an ugly pass. That happens. It's Mitchell Trubisky's job. Kenny Pickett is probably the favorite to be the number two. Mason Rudolph looks like the best right now. Mason Rudolph won't win the job, even if he says that he believes that he does. And he did say that he said he's been told that he's in this competition as much as everybody else. And he believes that at some point he'll be taking number one reps and the whole nine. He truly, truly believes it. He told me to my face that he believes that his experience gives him somewhat of an advantage in this competition because he's friendly with the teammates already. He knows the building. He knows the city of Pittsburgh as well as anybody in that in that locker room. And it's true. When you're entering your fifth season in the same team, you know what's going on. Doesn't mean that he has an advantage because he doesn't. Talent is what gives you an advantage. That's why Kenny Pickett was a first-round pick because – He was the best quarterback in the draft because of his talent. Now, Mitchell Trubitsky has the upper hand in the quarterback battle because of his talent. Now, Mason Rudolph doesn't have the talent. He just has the experience. He's just been here. And by all accounts, the Pittsburgh Steelers have done every single thing they can to say, Mason, man, we don't trust you. And we're going to go out, and we're going to get a first-round quarterback. We're going to sign somebody in free agency. We're going to go get another one in the seventh round, and yeah, Dwayne Haskins would have been that guy. I understand that. They need four, but still, if you're going to use a draft pick on a quarterback, you're saying, hey, that quarterback has some potential, and that potential is not to start. That potential is to overlap our third guy. That third guy is not going to be Kenny Pickett it's not going to be Mitchell Trubisky you don't go out and spend all this money to say oh yeah that's the guy we're going to cut you cut the guy that's been here for five years and hasn't done anything with it that's who you're going to cut so that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers said is hey maybe this is a wasted draft pick but chances are this is the guy that runs our practice squad while Mason's looking for a new job somewhere you could probably get something for Mason we've talked about that before as well but overall in the grand scheme of things Mason doesn't really have a shot but he does look like the best and I think that's something to note right now Mason Rudolph looks like the best quarterback on the football field Mitchell Trubisky still adjusting and you could tell he's still adjusting Kenny Pickett is still adjusting and you could tell he's still adjusting Matt Canada's offense is complicated no matter what anybody wants to say Matt Canada's offense is not an easy one to learn there's a lot of moving parts at all times and maybe to a degree it's too complicated but I think that that Is a whole other conversation to have on whether or not this scheme could work. Mason's going to be the guy that looks best throughout the entire summer. That's something to remember. Time and time again, I'm probably going to come on here and I'm probably going to write about how Mason Rudolph looks like the best quarterback, but he's not the best and he's not making the best decisions. Remember when Mike Tomlin called Dwayne Haskins check down last season and everybody was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's funny. What it was was, uh, dude, you're never going to become the number two if you don't take risks to be the number two. Mason Rudolph right now is playing like he's never going to take the risks to be the number one, and he never will. Mitchell Trubisky will make those. Kenny Pickett will make those. They will take those risks. Because of that, they'll win the job or lose the job. Mason won't. So that's something important to remember. And that's, in all honesty, what this entire conversation should be is that People are going to talk, and for the next couple of weeks, they're going to talk a lot about which quarterback looks best. And a lot of the time, it's going to come out that Mason Rudolph looks like the most consistent quarterback. But remember that Mason Rudolph does look like the most consistent quarterback, but the most consistent quarterback to not win a football game. Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky will either look like a guy that's going to win you a game or lose you a game. That's what you want to keep an eye on. The rest of it, if you're just tying the Detroit Lions and your ceilings here, that's not what the Steelers are looking for. That's not what a team trying to win a Super Bowl is looking for. They're looking for the guy that's either going to be here or here. Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett will be here or here. It will decide who's the starter and who's the backup, but it will let you know who's real and who's not real. Meanwhile, Mason's going to float. And he's going to try his hardest to be the guy that just looks consistent. Don't fall for consistency. I know you're not going to, but this summer, everybody and their mother is going to talk about it and just sit back, smile, shake your head and say, hey, if consistency ties the Detroit Lions, I don't want consistency. I want a playmaker. That's either Mitchell Trubisky or that's Kenny Pickett.